This is New Life Christian Fellowship's weekly message podcast. You can find us online at newlifepetaluma.org. And now, this week's message. New Life, it is good to see you. Not just staring into a camera believing you're there. (laughs) This is great. Oh, what a year. Who saw this one coming? I don't know about you, but it's been a challenge and exciting in its own ways, but it's so great that we can figure out ways we can still gather together and be the church Jesus calls us to be for our city in this place. And man, I had so many dreams for 2020, so many things I was looking forward to, and it was just like, nope, nope, nope. But there's a day coming that I'm really excited about. You know what day I'm talking about? Halloween. The one day a year I actually look forward to wearing a mask. I'm so excited about Halloween. I've always loved Halloween because that's the year where you can pretend to be anyone you want. You can put on a costume, you can wear a mask, and everyone's like, that's so cool. So like this year, Christy and I are excited. We're going to be astronauts for Halloween this year. We were inspired by Bob and Doug the astronauts that Elon Musk sent to space on the first private space mission, SpaceX. Do you remember this? Yeah, they they, they left right as the pandemic took off, and they chose to come back. I would have been, no, stay up there a little bit longer. But it was fun for us to see them return in their capsule, and they got picked up by the boat, and they're joining, like, like what's going on, and then they're stuck in their capsule. They couldn't open the capsule for a couple hours, and I looked at Christy, and I'm like, that's our life right now. Like, we came to be a part of this thing, and we're now stuck in this place. But, like, I'm super excited about Halloween because I'm going to be an astronaut. Who are you going to be this year? Pirate. That's been me for several years. I just didn't bring the costume with me from Canada. Yeah. So, but you know what would be really weird? Is if on November 1st, I woke up, and I put on my costume, and I put on my astronaut mask, and I walked around being an astronaut. Like, you'd be like, Joel, what are you doing? And I'd be like, I'm, I'm an astronaut. What are you talking about? And you're like, you're stupid. What are you doing? Right? Like, like wouldn't that just be a weird thing if we did that? And, and, and yeah, I think, like, so often in life, that's what we do when we wear masks pretending to be something we're not. You know what I mean? Like, when we wear a mask pretending that we're all good, but in reality, we're not. We're, we're struggling. Or we wear a mask pretending like, hey, there's no issues in my life. I've got it all put together. But the reality is, no, no, I've got some issues in my life. Or I wear a mask pretending that everything's okay when when in reality it's not like there's some hurt in my story. I mean, have you ever worn a mask like that? Anyone? Ever? Yeah, some of us. The rest of you are lying, so you have an issue, which means you've worn the mask. So, okay, perfect. (laughs) Oh, man. And yet we do that in life. Because we're, we're trying to present a version of ourself that says it's, everything's fine because I don't want you to see the struggling me. I, I don't want you to see the me that's, that's having a hard time in life. And man, it's exhausting when we live like that. It's exhausting when we go through life thinking that we have to pretend to be something we're not. And, and I, I think that's just one of the things I love so much about encountering Jesus. Like, like when you meet Jesus, when Jesus shows up in your story, he actually invites us to come to him as we are because he wants to do something beautiful in our lives. Like Jesus' invitation to us, he says, come to me, 
all who are weary and burdened, and, and I'm going to give you rest. I, you're going to walk with me. I'm going to lead you into a new kind of life. And, and I love that this is what Jesus invites us into as we journey with him. And that's such good news for us. Because Jesus doesn't want us to wear a mask with him. He wants us to be who we are as we are because he wants to meet us and do something beautiful and good in our life and in our story. That's what his first followers experienced when they found him. That, that, that's what they, they experienced in their journey and their story. That's why they tell so much of the good news about who Jesus is and, and the scriptures and the Bible when we read the stories of Jesus because they found a life in him that, that was freedom. And, and I, I love how one of the early Christian leaders captures this idea that Jesus actually doesn't want us to wear masks anymore. A guy named Paul writes in one of his letters, he writes this in 2 Corinthians 3.16. He says this. He says, whenever someone turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. And what, what Paul's talking about is when we turn to Jesus, when we come to him and say, okay, I, I want the life you have for me. Would you take my life? Would you take me as I am? Paul says that the veil is removed in our lives. And, and the veil is this metaphor that he's talking about, like the, the masks that we wear, that we, we go through life thinking that we have to somehow present a better version of ourselves so we'll be accepted. And, and Paul's like, no, and when you turn to Jesus, that veil is removed. And, and he's talking in the story here about the life of Moses. So Moses is that guy. Remember Charlton Heston? How many of you are old enough to remember Charlton Heston? Yeah, that Moses. Or the, the Prince of Egypt, the cartoon version. Any Gen Xers, that one? Yeah, that, like, he's talking about Moses in that story where Moses would go, and he got the Ten Commandments from God, and he came back to give these Ten Commandments to the people. And, and in that story, when Moses actually came back from spending time with God, his face was glowing because he had been in the glory of God, and the people were freaking out. And so to help the people not be afraid, Moses would put a veil over his face so they wouldn't panic. And, and yet he'd wear this veil, and that glow would begin to fade, but it became very easy to wear the veil like a mask, and everyone would think, oh, he's good with God. And, and so Paul's saying, like, none of this veil isn't a part of the story anymore. Because what had happened with the people over time is they'd taken this really good thing that God had given them, this, these commandments that God gave for the purpose of helping us understand, I need help in life. Like the purpose of the commandments was to help us realize this is what it looks like to love God well and love other people well and, and for us to recognize, I don't always do that so good. And so maybe I need help in my story and I would actually turn to this God who's for me who would help me with my life, but the people turned it into something ugly, something religious, into pretending they had it all put together that they could live up to it as if you could somehow live this impossible kind of life, which none of us know we can, but what happened is they began to play the game of religion, and they put on the facade. They wore the veil. They wore the mask as if they could have it all figured out. Do you know that mask? It's why people don't like to come to church, because it's full of hypocrites, right? Just so you know, there are hypocrites here right now. Just to be clear, I want you to understand that, yeah. The goal, the goal of following Jesus is to just become an honest hypocrite. <laughs> Would you help me with my story? I always love it when someone's like, I can't go to church. The building will burn down. I'm like, bro, it would have burnt down a long time ago because these people are here too. The good news is Jesus is doing something in our story. He's changing us. And, and I love this, that Jesus didn't come to continue some old religion or start a new one. He came to bring us into a life of freedom where we can be who we are as we are because he wants to meet us and help us and lead us into something better. And so this is why Paul says, when anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. 
and he wants to lead us into freedom. So he goes on and he says, for the Lord is the spirit. And wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. I love that. It's like Jesus shows up in our story and he says, hey, there's freedom for your life now. All those things that, that you thought you had to hide, all the stuff that you were worried about. It's like he comes alongside of us, puts his arm around us and says, none of that defines you anymore. Because I've dealt with all of it. I've paid the price for you. And I've come to lead you into freedom. You're with me now, and we're walking into a new story. So take the mask off. Be who you are. And watch what I can do in your story. And I love that, that we have this freedom that he gives us in life as we walk with him and follow him. And when we get this, and this fundamentally changes our relationships with people and with God in life. Because when we begin to understand this, we realize we don't have to wear masks and pretend to be anyone other than who we are because that's who God wants to meet and use and work in our story. That Jesus wants to lead us into this freedom that we can be who we are as he's doing a work in our life. And so we have this freedom to walk in life. And that freedom Jesus gives us means that we don't have to wear a mask when we interact with God. That we can come to him as we are. See, I, I love this. God is not looking for us to bring a perfect version of ourselves to him. God's looking for us to bring the current version of ourselves to him. Because that's the person he wants to meet and begin to transform and change our story. And Jesus gives us the freedom to come to God as we are. It's why the, the writer of Hebrews says this. It says that because Jesus has gone before us, we can approach God with confidence. Like we can go to the throne room of God with confidence and we'll receive the mercy and help that we need in life. I, I love that. It's like, it's like if, if going to visit God, we're going to like a VIP club. And you're kind of walking up to the club, and you're like, I don't think they'll let me in this joint. And then Jesus is like, no, 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 you, come here, front of the line. You, front of the line, VIP, you're with me. We're going into the main room. Like, that's what Jesus does for us. That I can just show up as I am, and the velvet rope is removed, and I walk into the presence of God, and God says, I'm so glad you're here. Because I've come to meet with you. I've come to do a work in your life. I love that because what that means is that however we find ourselves, however you find yourself, your good day, your bad day, your fall flat on your face day, God says, come. Come and spend time with me. Come and let me meet with you. Come and let me do a work in your life. And that's the freedom that Jesus gives us. We don't have to wear the mask. We don't have to play the game. The veil is removed. And we can meet with God and let him do his work in our story. Because of Jesus, we have freedom in our relationships, our relationship with God. But we have freedom in our relationships with one another. I love this, that when we begin to get this, when we begin to understand what God has done for us, like his goodness given to us, this, this mercy and forgiveness and love given to us through Jesus, we begin to realize that we don't have to play the game anymore. We don't have to pretend. We don't have to wear the mask. That whatever your story is, whatever the mess, the brokenness, your past, that no longer defines you because you are now defined by the one you're walking with. Jesus is the one who now defines you. It's why we're told that, hey, if anyone is in Christ, meaning you've stepped into new life with him, 
You're a new creation. The old is gone. The new has come. We experience a brand new life with him. It's this beautiful place that we walk in in life now. I mean, so does that mean we're suddenly perfect? <laughs> no. But it means I'm not defined by the fact that there's mess in my story. So yeah, is there mess in my story as a follower of Jesus? Absolutely. But you know what my hope is? I'm his mess now. And he is really good at helping me and helping people like me. Which means that we're all a work in progress. And here's our hope. That he's going to walk us into our future. He's going to lead us into the life we were created for. He's going to make beautiful things grow out of us. And when we understand that that's the freedom we've been given, we can now give that same freedom to one another. That we don't have to pretend to be something we're not. We can be who we are as we are and walk together in the freedom that God gives us and give that freedom to one another. I don't know if we always feel like we can do that because sometimes I think we feel like I'm the only one. Like no one else is struggling with this or no one else is feeling like this. And, and I just want to tell you, no, you're not. You might be the only one out there, but I feel that too. I walk with that in my story. Let, let me just ask you this question. Let's see if we can be brave together right now. How many of you have some mess in your story today? Okay, keep, keep your hand up. Keep your hand up. Up high. Come on. Be proud of your mess. Come on. Let's, like, look around. It's not just you. But keep your hand up. Keep this hand up. And I'm going to ask you a question. You're going to raise your other hand if it's, this is true. How many of you, despite the fact that there's some mess, you have incredible hope in your story because you know Jesus is bigger than that mess and he's doing a work in your life? How many of you have that hope? Let me see. Yeah. It's like I'm robbing you right now. This is awesome. But look at, look at this. Do you know why we raise our hands like that in worship, by the way? Because that's a posture of worship that says, I need help and you're my hope. I need help and you're my hope. And he's like a good father that's like, yes, come. And we raise our hands and he lifts us up into a more beautiful life. He sets us free. He does a work in our story. And this is the hope that all of us have, that we are a work in progress. And no matter what's going on in our lives, no matter how hard it gets, no matter what's been done to us or the, the struggles that we have, we have freedom because Jesus is on the move in our stories. And I love this, what Paul goes on to say. He says, so all of us who have had that veil removed can reflect the glory of the Lord. The, the, the more honest we are with who God is in our story, we more, the more we actually reflect the beauty of God to the world around us. And so he says, so the Lord is the Spirit, makes us more and more like Him as we are changed into His glorious image. Man, you know, this is, this is a hard year, but you know what? You know what my hope is for you? It's the same hope that I have, that no matter how hard this year is, I'm going to be a different person by the time we hit December than I was when January rolled around. Because God's at work in my story. That no matter how hard 2020 is, God's not giving up on me. God's doing new things in me. God's got a life for me. No matter how long COVID rolls into 2021, that's my story is future. My, my, my future is bright because God's at work in my story. Your future is bright because God is at work in your story. And one of the greatest gifts we can give to one another is the permission to be who we are as we are. 
because we know God's doing something in our lives. And New Life, I want us to, to lean in to who God is as we walk together as a church. I, I want us to be a church that doesn't have to wear masks with one another. That we don't have to pretend that we have it all put together. That we can just say, hey, friend, I'm having a hard day. And we walk alongside each other and lift each other up. Because let me tell you, that's one of the most beautiful things we can show our city. And the people in our city and in our county, they don't need to see a group of people who are pretending that they have it all put together. Do you know what they need to see? A group of people who have hope that their lives are being put together. Because there's a God at work in our stories. There's a God who is for us. And so as we're in a season of wearing masks, can we make a commitment together that we will not wear masks with one another? We will not wear masks in our walk with God. Like the only mask we should be wearing is the one we're wearing right now to protect each other from COVID. But other than that, can we just commit to drop the masks? Will we do that together as a church? as we walk together, as we, as we do community group and life together, to say, hey, this is who I am. And I don't have to hide nothing because it's been dealt with and God's doing a work in my story. Will you speak into my life and will you let me speak into your life so we can walk into freedom? Can we do that? Yes? Yeah, let's be a church like that. Because as we walk together in that freedom, we show something beautiful to the world around us. That's how the beauty of Jesus is reflected in our relationships to one another, to the people in our life, our friends, our neighbors. Because they begin to realize there's a hope for them too. They begin to realize that, hey, when anyone turns to the Lord, the veil is removed. And we don't have to play the games anymore. And so I want to invite you as we continue our time together, as we go into some more worship, that whether or not you know the words or you feel safe singing or not, that you would do something as we worship right now. That you would let these songs shape your relationship with God. That, that in this moment you'd be willing to say, I need help and you're my hope. And we're going to reach out to him and let him meet us right here as we are and do a work in us. And so I'm going to pray for us as the worship team comes back out and we're going to continue. Well, you're out there already. You guys are awesome. Love that. Sometimes we know what we're doing. Oh, Father, we, we just want to come before you in this place. We, we come to you as people who have hope that you're showing up in our stories, that, that you have a life for us. And Jesus, you've come close. You come and you put your arm around us and you say, as you are, I love you. So let me lead you into what I have for you. And so would we be a people that walks with our head held high because we know we're loved by you. Would we be a people that don't have to wear masks and pretend? Would we be a people that stand in confidence because you are for us and you have life for us? And so we come into this space together and say, come and move and work amongst us. Amen, amen. Let's worship him together. We hope you enjoyed this week's message. You can find more information about New Life, including contact information, at newlifepetaluma.org. Thanks for listening.